Welcome to The Curious Leader, a podcast exploring the humble and human way of new leadership. Curious leadership, future skills farming and new leadership all have one thing in common. It's a humble way with great impact. Creating a culture, creating your culture, means cultivating people, teams and communication along with adapting frameworks and principles how to work together. The Curious Leaders podcast takes you on to meaningful conversations. My guests and I will reflect and exchange on new leadership, the importance of trust, courage and curiosity on future skills farming as well, such as developing the art of listening and how to create a culture for creativity and innovation, how to deal with conflict, with misunderstandings, with different human needs. My name is Carola Zakotnik. I'm a keynote speaker, facilitator, coach, trainer, and also author and performing artist. I work with leaders of all areas to improve their impact, supporting them in creating new cultures and new leadership styles. And you can find more on Curious Leadership and myself on carolazakotnik.com. Now let's start with today's guest, John Island. He's a consultant, trainer and coach, works with leaders of all areas. He's originally English and together we do some work on attitude. He is an organizational psychologist coming from psychological aspects, what attitude does to us, how important it is to have a mindfulness practice in everyday leadership. And my part there coming from the performing arts is how to express emotions physically with your body and which kind of impact that has but now let's welcome john and yeah let's talk to john what he says about curious leadership leadership is something you need to cultivate same with wine and we're back yeah the next part is about confidence and the connection between confidence, being confident, culture and leadership. John Ireland and Carola Zakotnik. What is confidence for you and which role does it play in <clears throat> successful leadership or in a in a let, let's also not, not only focus on leadership but this thing about creativity, culture and leadership. I think mm. those three are very closely mm. linked. Mm. And confidence, what role does it play? How would you describe it also? I think it's, um, for individuals, um, it's lovely, you know. Um, I mean, I work with, with so many people and um, they just say, I'd like to be more confident. And um, <clears throat> if I ask them, you know, what do you do for your confidence... Um, then they usually look at what went wrong. Um, And I mean, a lovely little story many years ago, it was on an international leadership program, uh, more five or six modules over a couple of years. And one of the delegates came, well, there were actually 14 delegates. And in the introduction, 11 of them said, I'd like to be more confident. Um, One of the women on the course, after the sort of the, the, the program actually got confidence tattooed on her wrist to remind her of the fact that she'd become so much more confident. 
Um, I think confidence is is being aware of what I can and can't do and accepting it. Nobody can do everything. I think for me, confident. And if I if I know what I can and can't do, then I can focus on what I'm good at. It motivates me. You know, I get a buzz out of it. I get fulfilment out of it. You know, why try doing things we can't do? So find somebody that can do what I can't do, right? But I think it's about this mentality or this approach to myself, again, of of really reflecting and being aware of, of what I actually have. Um, and it's realising that I have a, a wealth of experience. And this can be within business, out of business. It can be from a childhood. It can be from school. But I'm really aware of, you know, the progress I've made and what I've done. Um, and I think that... Another aspect of, of this confidence of knowing it is my experience is the, you know, the more confidence people have, the more humble they are. Right? Um, and um, people often associate confidence for me is with arrogance, but arrogance is a form of insecurity. You know, there's a saying in the north of England where I come from is, you know, if you know you're good, you don't have to prove it. Right? And uh, I think there's a lot in that. Right, um, and and so it's it's being aware of what I can do, being aware of what my contribution is, <clears throat> accepting and being able to say to myself, you know, I'm really excellent there. Yeah, and and often people find that embarrassing, or you know, you you say to people, gosh, you know, you you're really brilliant at that. It's fantastic, um, and the ability to to take it on. But other people are brilliant at other things. Mm. Yeah? Um, so it's um, again, it, it's it's an inner awareness of of what I can, what I can't do, a belief in that as well. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, in German, I, I there is there is one this this confidence, which is kind of a bewusstsein or a, a selbstbewusstsein, we would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use a lot the word Zuversicht, mm-hmm. which is a very positive connotation mm-hmm. that I trust in success, mm-hmm. I would call it. Do you have a word for that? Because when, when I, in my book, I'm writing, a, um, it is confidence, but it's this positive, this Zuversicht mm-hmm. to, to believe unconditionally, not, but not naive in success, mm-hmm. that this, what I'm doing, will be successful or will... Mm-hmm will complete it positively. Do I have a word for that? I've got two words, easy. Back yourself. It's Zuversicht, back yourself? Yeah, I mean, I don't know it's the same word, but that's no. what, for me, it's about. I don't think there's always this one-to-one translation. No, no, yeah, it's... Um, it's but it's, you know, it's back yourself, trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Zuversicht is not about yourself, actually. It's, it's just about... Um, sending, I would say, sending positive vibes or living positive vibes for for an outcome. Mm-hmm. Just knowing, knowing then con- consequently that you can trust yourself that you will yeah. do the best to make this happen. Yeah. I mean, you can trust yourself, but you may not be the right person for the job, right? And, and this is where, for me, confidence comes into this. Mm-hmm. Um, really, we're having and working hard. Um, so that I'm, you know, the best person for the job. I mean, my passion in sport is rugby, and you take the All Blacks, the New Zealand rugby team, and they talk about earning the jersey. Right? 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, at that moment in time, I'm the best person to pull on this jersey. But they also have a culture where people say, you're better than me. Yeah. Right? It doesn't yeah. mean to say that I can't work harder and next time I'll be the person wearing that jersey, right? But there's a lovely mentality within that of self-reflection and awareness that I'm, I'm really good for it, you know. So this is where I come to trust yourself, back yourself. <laughs> um, I had a lovely situation with um, somebody who was doing a really, really big presentation and it was it was just about, you know, you've got what you need, back yourself, trust yourself. And to really, to realise, not just a cognitive one, but you feel it physically and you think, excuse my language, shit, yeah, I've done this a hundred times, I know it inside and out. And um, I can do it. And we keep on giving you some brain food here, John Island and Kabbalah Kotnik. Um, how are you dealing with your inner critic? Hmm. Let's listen to what John says. The physiology of it is, or <clears throat> the brain, <clears throat> you've always got the inner critic, you know, the risk voice. And I think when we talk about confidence, It's also bringing in the value of talking about, you know, the role of the inner critic. Because uh, I think that, um, sadly, we, you know, we, we listen too much to this voice. Um, you know, we're in control of it. I mean, the voice is there to protect us and to make sure that we're safe. You know, don't do that. You know, to, to, to get us to avoid something. Um And that's just one side of it. And it, it's 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 there as a voice which helps us maybe assess. You know, we don't go into things too quickly as a result of the voice that makes us just sort of stop and check and think of a thought of everything. But on the other side of it, you know, there's the the voices around the confidence, but saying, you know, gosh, you know, you've done this a hundred times. Mm-hmm. You know, you've trained so hard for this. You've practiced so hard for it. You can do it, mm. right? Um, so I think it's um, it's, it's this, this awareness um, and a true inner awareness of where I'm good and what I can do. And in a culture where confidence is welcome and confidence can be developed and and cultivated and so on, mm. does trust play mm. a crucial role for you? Yeah, I mean... Before, I mean, I, I really, really love in English, we say growing confidence, mm. right? And I think this is, you know, in the use of words, I think is beautiful. Um, you know, because as a child, you know, what does parents, what do we do to help kids grow confidence? You know, and, and confidence is, is, is like a, a small tree, you know, and with some encouragement, you know, with some experiences, um, with some good reflected feedback and uh, then, you know, confidence can grow. Um, so I really, really like, you know, this term of growing confidence. Um, and I think at different phases in life, you know, what's there, who's there to help you grow that. And then at some point is where you take over the job of the gardener, you know, and you're taking care of your own confidence. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is all, like, like you describe it, it's exactly what I say when 
when we t when when I talk about future skills that need to be farmed, you know, that need yeah. to be grown, yeah. that need to be cultivated, watered, mm. yeah. they they um, they need some food, yeah. and it has to be at the the appropriate food for this plant for mm. this kind of growing. Yeah. And then something comes out that is trust yeah. and that can then help ferment mm. or harvest or whatsoever, you know. Yeah. But it's a, it's a nice picture, mm. this farming, because it's mm. what, what you're describing is exactly what I also mm. say. It's it's not done in one day. This no, is no. not, you have it today yeah. and then you know it forever. No, you make yeah. it, you grow it every day and you mm. cure it and you cultivate it mm. every day more and more and more. Yeah, and I think, you know, you, you're growing, on on. growing your confidence and you are... Um, you know, you're walking back to the fields, i.e. your experiences, and if you need to, when you need to, is to, to check in and to realise that they're there. Yeah. yeah. And it does not go bigger and bigger and bigger. It just goes on and on and mm -hmm. on. It's more a circular thing. Mm -hmm. And it, it gets more stable, yes. The next question is listening, about listening. How important is it? to be a good listener. This all leads to the to, to, to my fourth question, um, which which for me is becoming more more and more important is uh, listening. Mm -hmm. Like the, the the importance of listening for mm -hmm. uh, for an organization who who invites future skills and future mm -hmm. skills is a, a nice I, I call it marketing marketing word it's something we have always had mm -hmm. but the only way or the only way you know it's a way that will bring us to a to prosperous future that that not only creates um, the outcome of this year but thinks a bit further and thinks mm -hmm. about also how do we how do we always create also something a product a service whatsoever mm -hmm. that also has an impact on a world worth living mm -hmm. i think listening is quite has quite a big importance mm -hmm. how, how would you rate that the listening part the importance well, of that simple yeah i mean basically when you're listening you're leaving yourself and moving to the person that's sitting opposite from you right and if you don't listen <clears throat> um, again you'd be very provocative um, if you don't listen, there's an arrogance that you have all the solutions, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Which nice. is, is the most impossible thing in the world. Um, so um, what, what the purpose of listening um, is to activate and, 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 and use the ideas and experiences of others. Um, I... It's about being identified, you know, with more identified for me with the purpose um, than, you know, looking for qualification of my own ego. You know, I think in with listening, um, it's about in this day and age, you know, the value of difference and, and diversity. Um, there's a lovely book which I really like is called Rebel. Um, Ideas, rebel so. Ideas, I've forgotten the author. He's a brilliant journalist, he's a really good Rebel Ideas. And, um, <clears throat> you know, he talks about the power of diversity. Um, and I was listening to a radio programme 
and MI5 now are employing people with autism um, to look at information because they have a different perspective on things, right? And that's a form of listening. It's valuing that other people have got different perspectives. And if we listen and we gather those perspectives, then, you know, we can develop something which will help us get to where we want to get to. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's the easiest thing in the world. Um, but again, in the biography of it, you know, it's, and for me, I associate this with confidence. Had you ever reflected how confident you are with yourself? And um, are you having your back? Well, some moments of music to reflect on that. Tira forte il vento su una vecchia terrazza davanti al golfo di Suriento. Un uomo abbraccia una ragazza dopo che aveva pianto. Poi si schiarisce la voce e ricomincia il canto. Noti là in America, ma erano solo le lampare e la bianca scia di un'erica. Senti il dolore della musica che si alzò dal piano forte. Ma quando vidi uscire la luna da una nuvola, lì sembra più dolce anche la morte. Guardo negli occhi della ragazza. Gli occhi verdi come il mare Poi all'improvviso uscirono lacrime E li credette di affogare
silenzio della lirica dove ogni dramma è un falso e con un po' di trucco e la mimica puoi diventare un altro ma due occhi che ti guardano così vicini a veri ti fanno scordare le parole confondono i pensieri diventa tutto piccolo anche le notti là in America ti volti e vedi la tua vita come la scia di un'elica ma si è la vita che finisce ma lui non ci pensò poi tanto anzi si sentiva già felice e ricomincio il suo canto Te it for today. Hope to see you next week. Hope to hear you next week. We will again have John going on a little bit further what he thinks on curious leadership. Please think of subscribing to the podcast so you don't miss out on any episode. You can do that on carolazakotnik.com or of course on any of your favorite platforms for podcasts. Hear you next week. Yours, Carola.